Hello and welcome to Spirit of Success, the podcast. I am your host, Dr. Tracy Debbie. Officially welcome to season four. I am absolutely thrilled to be here with you today. And I wanted to give you a little quick, um, just a quick update on what's happening in my life personally and why I am so excited to have a, a season four. And I feel absolutely grateful for the first three seasons and um, really, really looking forward to season four. And the reason why is just like you, I am in transition in my life. I think we're all constantly on a journey. And this part of my journey and this season of my life is really about embracing change without without the struggle. And um, let me just explain. So in my life previously, I waited for some kind of crisis, disease, diagnosis, loss, something like that to change. And I feel like that, that like that's actually common. And what I realized from that experience and going through burnout many times is that it requires a significant amount of resources to pull yourself out of that. And if you're honest with yourself, it took, it was a pretty slow decline and then it got faster, but there were many opportunities I had to change things. I just didn't know any different. I didn't know any better. And since 2017, particularly, that was the last really big time. I have learned so many things, so many things that I want to share with you because I'm finally able to put them all together and really embrace change without it being painful, without it being with, you know, with suffering, without it being arduous and, and hard and all these things, which I never thought was possible. And then I learned it's a hundred percent possible, but you have to be willing to really do the work and you have to be seeking it. So that's really what I want to um, talk with you today. And I want to share a little story with you um, as to also share with you why I'm so passionate about this. So there's somebody um, that I have in my life who I care about a lot. And this person um, I've known for a while, actually, we've known each other um, since chiropractic college days. And I had this really good feeling about this person. Like, I don't know. I just was like, I don't know. There's something there, something really unique and special. And this is like way back. I was pretty unaware in chiropractic college, but this I was aware of. And um, we met up again recently. And, you know, the more I get to be around this person, I'm just like, oh, my God, I, I knew it. And also they have so many incredible gifts I didn't even know about. And I was talking to them and it just dawned on me like they don't know, like they haven't become aware and realized what unique gifts they have. They don't know because if they did know, we wouldn't be having the conversations we would be like that we were having, like we just wouldn't. And so I just felt really called to um, bring something up. So like this person kept saying, you know, they're also in transition in their life and you know, they kept saying, like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And I was like, you do know, you know, you know. And I think I pissed her off because, <laughs> you know, she was like, no, but I don't know, but I don't know. And I was like, no, you know, you know. And 
the reason why I know she knows is because I know. <laughs> and I know you're like, what, what, what are you talking about? There is one part of you that knows. And it is the only part of you that truly knows. And I don't want to tell you what it is because if you're honest with yourself, you know, <laughs> you know, and I want to empower you. So I really want to encourage you to feel into the part of you that knows, like just play a game with me here and just assume that there is a part of you that knows and feel into where that is and just be with that. You don't have to do anything with it. Just be with it. Just if, if you can acknowledge that there's a part of you that knows, that's a huge win. And the reason why I am even going into this story today, and that was my cat, is because she knows too. <laughs> but the reason why I'm going into this today is because I want to shorten your curve. I really want to shorten your curve. There's so much talk about, you know, self-love is doing blah, blah, blah. And that's true. There is a lot of things that self-love is that requires you to do something. But there's also self-love in the way you speak to yourself. So I've been doing some really deep meditations and um, like trying to think about how to say this. I'm just going to say it the way it's coming to me. I got to have a visual of what our throat and our voice actually looks like and speaking of voice and throat you can hear my cat but what i got to see was that our voices are directly connected to the universe like directly and um oh, oh she's here now <laughs> and what i mean by that is um so i don't know um how old you are i'm 32 but i remember when i was growing up you would have to fill out these forms and they were called like direct order forms and it was like to order directly from the supplier or whatever you would just fill out this form and you wouldn't have to go through a middle person it was like a direct order form and i got a visual of this direct order i haven't seen this form since i was like a, i don't know like little and yet i recognized it in this visual that i got of a direct order form so what we speak and how we speak to ourselves and what we say is directly ordering from the universe. So it's like, um, I'll give you this example. It's like going to a restaurant, sitting down, looking at the menu and you're like, hmm, I want some, what did I eat last? Oh, we were at a Chinese restaurant. So I want some, um, some dim sum and some spring rolls. And then, and then you just wait, you order what you want and then you wait, but it's not like, I'm like, mm, I want dim sum and spring rolls, but then I'm waiting for noodles, you know, and that's kind of what we do. We say something, we say, I don't know, I don't know, but really we want to know, we do want to know. And I got this, I used to do this. Like I used to say things that I, that I didn't want. And it wasn't because I didn't want them. It was because I didn't know any different. I didn't know better. And now I know better. And so I can do better. It's that whole Maya Angelou. When you know better, do better. And so I know better now. And I know that there is this part within all of us 
that also knows and it that part of you knows what's best for you so i realize that my job as a coach is not to tell you what i think is best for you my job as a coach is to help you connect to that part of you that knows and then listen to the guidance that you receive and keep you accountable on taking action towards that. That's it. And so that has made my job a lot more simple because I can do that. I did that for myself. That's exactly what my journey was. I started to listen to the part of me that knows and not listen to what other people told me. And when everybody else was in fear, I decided to, to have courage and that completely changed my life. I had all these beautiful experiences and I learned about my soul and I learned about what my path is. So, and I just, my cat's just going to keep yelling, I think. So I'm just going to keep rolling with it, but I apologize for that. It's not your car (laughs) or it's, it's not where you are. It's just a cat. (laughs) Okay. You have to, you have to sit down. Okay. Okay. So what I want to do today is I want to share with you something that I learned from Bob Proctor. So Bob Proctor was actually, he actually had a huge part in my life and I've talked about him before, but he, when I was, you know, really deciding between like, is chiropractic for me or not? I'm so glad he was in my life because he really helped me think so much bigger than I could have myself. And it was something I took for granted because he just the like the teacher appeared when when the student was ready it's kind of like that like i probably would have held on to chiropractic a lot longer and because of him i didn't and you know one thing he said that always resonated with me and no matter what people said about him i knew this was true he truly believed that we all have greatness within us and our and we can't see that but he could see that. And he would say, if you don't believe, believe in my belief in you until you can believe for yourself. And, you know, I tried that. I did. And it works. You know, it does work. And so what I wanted to say to you is if you don't believe that there's a part of you that knows what's best for you, believe in my belief that there is. Borrow my belief for now until you can believe it for yourself. Because that part of you that knows what's what's best for you and that part of me that knows what's best for for me are very similar frequencies and we are all connected in a bigger web than we can understand, than I can truly understand. But I can do my part today to really help share that with you. So Bob helped me understand that there's greatness within me and I want you to understand that there's greatness within you. And that's what I was doing to my friend too. I was really just talking to the to the part of her where the greatness lies. And the most beautiful thing for me was that she started to to soften and she started to acknowledge it. And that just makes my heart so happy because I want everyone to live out their purpose but also their greatness. And so there's a poem actually that um, is by James Dillett Freeman and it's called I Am There. And um, if you know me personally, I fucking love the moon, okay? Like, I love the moon. And um, yeah, I'm just sorry. I'm just obsessed with the moon. And what Bob said was that um, he, he actually told us that this poem, I Am There, was carried 
by Apollo 15 astronauts um, James Irwin, uh, David Scott, and Alfred uh, Warden. And so the, this was Apollo 15. So this was um, August 7th, 1971. They carried this poem. They put it in, in a microfilm file and they left it on the moon. And they said that, that they wanted this to be there for future space explorations because they felt like it was such a great representation of, um, of the human being, but also the, the human spirit. And if you want to know why I have so much confidence in the part of you that knows, I, I want to share this poem with you. So all I'm going to ask you to do is just to listen to this poem as I read it, okay? And then I'm going to end today's podcast with that. So the poem is called I Am There, and we'll, we'll put a link to it in the show notes. So here we go. I am there. Do you need me? I am there. You cannot see me, yet I am the, I am the light you see by. You cannot hear me, yet I speak through your voice. You cannot feel me, feel me, yet I am the power at work in your hands. I, I am at work, though you do not understand my ways. I am at work, though you do not recognize my works. I am not strange visions. I am not mysteries. Only in absolute stillness beyond self can you know me as I am. And but then as a feeling and a faith, yet I am there, yet I hear, yet I answer. When you need me, I am there. Even if you deny me, I am there. Even when you feel most alone, I am there. Even in your fears, I am there. Even in your pain, I am there. I am there when you pray and when you do not pray. I am in you and you are in me. Only in your mind can you feel separate from me. For only in your mind are the midst of yours, end quote, and mine, end quote. Yet only with your mind can you know me and experience me. Empty your heart of empty fears. When you get yourself out of the way, I am there. You can of yourself do nothing, but I can do all, and I am in all. Though you may not see the good, good is there, for I am there. I am there because I have to be, because I am. Only in me does the world have meaning. Only out of me does the world take form. Only because of me does the world go forward. I am the the law on which the movement of the stars and the growth of living cells are founded. I am the, the love that is the law's fulfilling. I am assurance. I am peace. I am oneness. I am the law that you can live by. I am the love that you can cling to. I am your assurance. I am your peace. I am one with you. I am. Though you fail to find me, I do not fail you. Though your faith in me is unsure, my faith in you never wavers because I know you because I love you. Beloved, I am there. Oh, okay. Let that one sink in for a little bit. I um, just wanted to really start off this season with a very different um, tone. Um, This is who I am. (laughs) And I want you to experience that fully. And I want to share with you 
this poem because it just is so resonant. And it was one of Bob's favorites too. And ground in that and reread it. I'm going to put the link in the show notes and I really encourage you to read it. And I have it on my, as a sticky note on my uh, desktop and I look at it all the time. So I just want to share that with you um, as well. If, um, if this really resonated with you, please let me know. I would um, just be so happy to hear um, how you felt hearing this poem, uh, reading it again. Feel free to reach out to me. Um, I would love to have a conversation with you and just even connect, you know. <laughs> so please feel free. I know that we have people tuning in from all across the world, which is just uh, so amazing, truly. So thank you so much for tuning in. Um, yeah, if there's, if there's anything I can do to help you, feel free to book a call with me if you're also in transition and do not want to wait for crisis um, in your life. Um, please reach out and I would be happy to help. All right, so uh, I will be here with a new episode tomorrow. Um, take care of yourself and I'll talk to you then.